everyone, and welcome to comment section, where we constantly fall down that rabbit hole now. Some people may be wondering, because it feels like we almost got to do a recap, almost. My God, it's been so long. It's been Where a while. did you go now? Uh, uh, yeah, I had I had my own side adventure. There's gonna be a whole like movie entailing my all yes. of my adventures in the last few weeks where we didn't have an episode but of comment section. If we want to talk about, we almost have like a universe because this is the real universe. But yeah. whatever. We were actually doing. We have another show we do. Which is called Unwanted Answers. Unlike what the show yep. actually says, <laughs> Yahoo Answers. The show will lead you to believe it's <laughs> called something else, but trust us when we say, here on a show that isn't that show, that it is not called what we <laughs> called it. It's not. See, people are wondering, how are you qualified to host this show if you don't get the name right? Um, We're not qualified for no. anything. We're not even qualified for this show. And then we just... We just do things anyway. See, we just decided to make it. And remember last time where we kept on wondering, are we the comment section or comment section? We know that now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's comment section. It's a good thing that I don't have a kid that I have to name because it yeah. would go through this all the time. Do I call them Kyle or the Kyle? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Now, yeah. I forgot to tell you this earlier mm-hmm. because, you know... What's better than some breaking, like, shocking thing right now? But I had an idea for a new section we could add to it where we update um, our new- viewers about um, our stories that happened between oh. when we went on a hiatus. So just a quick little rundown, and then if you have any thoughts about them. All right. All right. So here we got, like, basically seven updates. And remember, last episode we kind of ended on a cliffhanger. Right. Almost. So, all right, here we go. Number one, Wonder Woman is a box office and, more importantly, a critical success for DC. This movie is, it looks like, um, I believe if I, it's tracking to where it will outgross Man of Steel and Suicide Squad. And it looks like it probably will Batman vs. Superman, but, which is really good for, um, you know, Wonder Woman. But, you know, if it doesn't get close, if... It probably I do think it will be the first one to get a billion dollars. And let's see, DC says the future of the of the cinematic universe relies on what happens with Justice League, how it performs, which was the prediction, right? I believe I said that yeah. last time. <laughs> and, you know, we were talking about Frozen 2, but we're getting a Frozen 1.5. Before Pixar's movie Coco, there will be a 20-minute Frozen short premiering before it. Like, you know how Pixar kind of has, like, those other ones? And Guy Ritchie's King Arthur Bombs. Now, you may be wondering, (laughs) what does it have to do with anything we said? Well, remember how we said no one's favorite Disney film was Sword of Stone? (laughs) I guess we were right. Um, Your favorite movie, Bigger, Fatter, Liar, is now available on Netflix. That is my favorite movie. Yes! Have you seen it on your Netflix? Uh, No. I'm no longer subscribed to Netflix. It's nothing personal <laughs> between me and Netflix. I just didn't want to spend ten dollars again. Okay. Maybe next month. Maybe Who one knows? day. But if you do, you're 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 just like you know. I'll come back. Now the bigger get fat rid of bigger fat liar. No, yes, you want to see yeah. it so bad. Now it's gonna be the worth hype it. is there. Although you could always just find your DVD of the first one and pop that yeah, in. Yeah, I don't think I have a DVD <laughs> of Big Fat Liar, to be perfectly honest, but well, I could probably, uh, you know, buy it. Don't pirate yes, it. Yes, do not I pirate was gonna, it. D- d- if you're going to pirate anything, 
It shouldn't be Big Fat Liar. Yes. Or Bigger Fatter Liar because they deserve your money. Yes. For sure. Well, I don't know. We won't exactly. say if they deserve <laughs> it, but you should give it to them. Um, we talked about X Men: Dark Phoenix being the next X Men movie, and then we wanted this whole thing about Spider Man. But you know, Marvel, yeah. same same yep. thing. Uh, it's announced that Simon Kinberg will be taking over, directing from Brian Singer, and here we go. The big thing that we were wondering about at the end of that last episode. Now to recap. At the end of last episode, it was announced that Manu Bennett would be returning to Arrow on Twitter as Deathstroke. So, um, but then Manu Bennett replied, WTF, and then there was this whole thing about it's his <laughs> yep. voice, and then it was unknown. And then in the trailer, we see that it didn't show him, but you heard his voice, and he said that he didn't record it, it was just pre-recorded stuff. Well, it's a good thing we re- uploaded that episode that when we did, because... Not only a full day later, mere hours after we uploaded <laughs> that episode, yeah. we found out. So, the you know the scene that we saw in the trailer where it was he walks in and you hear the voice? Yeah. So, I actually had it spoiled for me. <laughs> Darn. But, um, so, you watch it, and he goes, and it's basically what you see in the trailer. He goes, he's it, there's like a prison Oliver Queen has on... A submarine and he goes there and he walks and it's exactly like you see in the trailer but then camera turns and there he was he actually came back wow i not did our i was not expecting not that prediction. at all and the idea was that um he did write later on his instagram about how he wanted it to be a surprise yeah <laughs> which is i guess because arrow's been suffering in rains lately which look Whatever we think about season five, which I really liked. Season four, they earned those bad ratings. <laughs> Although I do think after season five is out on Netflix and people are able to kind of rewatch it because it didn't fall apart like last time, that the ratings will get better. Yeah. But I think they knew that the CW, because of Arrow's bad ratings, was going to promote Deathstroke. So this was kind of a way to kind of keep it a surprise versus the Steve Crow thing with The Office, which... You know, if you want to hear us talk more about The Office, um, check yep. out Yahoo. I mean, yep. Unwanted Answers. It's called Unwanted Answers. Where we go on, another, we no, go on a rabbit hole, coincidentally. Nobody asked for us to talk about The Office, and yet we did. Yep. <laughs> for a good 10 to 20 minutes. I don't know how long I, it was. I know. I was literally going to ask you something about The Office, and now I'm forgetting it. Oh, wait, it just came back to me. We'll ask it later. Well, all right. Stay tuned. R- remind me after I would talk about Deathstroke. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think he wanted it to be a surprise versus like one office finale with the thing about Steve Crowell is it's going to be done either way. So, I mean, of course the ratings matter, but it's not as vital yeah. if it's just going to be done. Yeah. Where they don't have to come back next week. And right. I also said, if he comes back to be a little superstitious, will this be the first good Arrow season finale since season two, which... Season 1 was a good one. Season 2 was one of the best episodes of the whole series. 3, which I like season 3 except for the last 5. They were really dragged out and the, yeah. it was horrible. 4 deserved to be cancelled. Would season 5 be the first good one? Was it? Superstitions are true. It was the first good <laughs> oh, one. Oh, that's good to hear. It, it, was, it was great. I probably... I All of the, the CW Universe shows... I mean, and DC, because I forget that's on Fox sometimes. But, um, yeah, they all did such a great job with their season finales. 
So, yeah, it was the first good one, and never thought I'd say that again after season Nutty. four. I was done after season four, but yeah. here we go. You know, sometimes surprises happen and superstitions happen, apparently. Yes, apparently. So, also, before we get started with the show. Yeah. Okay, this question to ask you. Because literally, when I was re-listening to the audio, I literally asked myself this. And I thought, I should have asked Sir Thobbin about <laughs> The Office. Which, you know, as we discussed earlier, you can go. All right, go, yeah, go check out Unwanted Answers. It's on iTunes. I believe it's, it's episode two where we talk about it. Yeah, it's it. episode two. This, so, if you want it's more It's titled The Robert California Hate Club. Yep. Which says something. <laughs> Do you have... A favorite episode of The Office, like a single favorite episode, oh, because I will say I do. I do. I do, and you know what's funny? I think I remember you posting about this on Facebook. Oh. And I have the same favorite episode, I think. All right. Okay. I, I think you said your favorite episode is The Dinner Party. Yes. That's my favorite episode. <laughs> That's my, that, yes. It took me a long time to decide, but I think my favorite thing about that episode is, like, it's just good all the way through yes like, a lot of episodes of the office i feel like the side story i don't yeah, care about that much s- yeah there isn't a side story in that episode no. it's just back it's just back-to-back good quotes and funny moments through the whole 22 minutes or whatever oh yeah i remember one of my favorite parts <laughs> is when um is michael on that little tv oh that's my favorite <laughs> my favorite line of like the whole series is like look at that Right into the wall. Sometimes I'll just stand here and watch TV for hours. And then Jan snatches it. That's a two hundred dollar TV. Good luck. Pay me back on your zero dollar salary. Your plus benefits, babe. Yeah, that's that's my favorite episode to quote. And also the um her assistant Hunter, yeah. who also, as we learn, Robert California is the future Dark Knight. I mean, Robert California's son. It'd be really weird if Bruce Wayne somehow <laughs> yeah. de-aged. Her hunt, or I mean, her assistant hunter is Harvey Dent in Gotham. <laughs> really? Yes. I guess I have to see Gotham. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I won't spoil the season finale because people could get mad. It's so amazing. Like, if that had been how the series had ended, you'd be you'd, you'd stand and applaud. <laughs> but it's not. So, <laughs> all right. So here we go. So I'll start with um our first story. Of the day. All right. And it's not, I say, it's not a fun story to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of crap that happened since we yes. went on hiatus. So, let's see. I have my topics written down. So, that's not it. You know, those notes. Okay. So, recently, the Gotham City suffered a loss last week. I believe it was, not last Friday, but the Friday. It, it was recently. We'll just say that. Yeah. Um, we lost Adam West, who played Batman after uh, in the 1960s TV show and in the 1966 movie after a short battle with leukemia at age 88, which that's a... That's a good lifespan, yeah. but so, sad nonetheless. Yes. I remember when, I, when Gotham, the finale aired the same week that he died. I remember the Thursday, it was before we knew he died, I remember the Thursday to celebrate Another season of Gotham, which, you know, wasn't supposed to ever happen. Yeah. But to celebrate, I said, I'm going to watch my two favorite um, TV Batmans, which are uh, the animated series and the 60s Batman. But I think, you know, a lot of people remember the 60s Batman for nostalgic reasons, but I think a lot of people forget how important 
that show is in saving Batman because I don't know how much you know about the history of Batman pre Tim Burton. Um, I mean, or pre Nolan, not a perfect young timeline. So okay, here we go. Little history lesson. We're not gonna go with the whole thing. Yeah. Just oh, a I'm actually. <clears throat> I'm wearing Batman socks. No way. Here, wait, wait, am I? Yep. So there's, oh. a, there's a little. Uh, a sneak peek that isn't visible because I can't bend that far. But So, here we go. So, as we know, 1939, Batman first appears in Detective Comics 27, created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, who finally gets credit that he deserves, Bill Finger. And he becomes the second biggest pop, the second biggest superhero after Superman, and Batman has, eventually has two movie serials made out of him. Now, do you know what a movie serial is? Um, well, there's multiple, um, I can tell from the, the wording, and, uh... It, it's okay if you don't. It's, uh, ongoing. Here, here I'll tell you. I guess, I don't know. So, <laughs> I was just guessing. it's almost like a season of a TV show in the movie theater, because uh, it used to be, like, on Saturdays, I guess you could play, like, um, a nickel or something, yeah. or dime, and you could spend, like, all day at the movie theater. Like where a they Nickelodeon. Exactly. That's where that works from. <laughs> and they would show like old cartoons and they would have serials where it was almost like a 15 episode miniseries of Batman. Yeah. And they also had one for Superman. Yeah. Where you would watch like a 15 minute episode and it would always end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. So you would go back to the theater the next I week. guess I knew that was a thing. I mean, I get, yeah, I guess yeah. I knew that like shorter form. Uh, like something that would be considered television now yeah. used to be played in that way. Yeah, so it's funny how it kind of came back now with Netflix because yeah. those Daredevil and all that is basically those serials Yeah, with a higher budget, though. But what, So, for <laughs> Batman is big. He's the second biggest character after Superman. And then what kills superheroes? There's two things. One is, I guess the feeling was after World War II ended, there wasn't as much a need of superheroes because if you, I guess a lot of people viewed Hitler as kind of like a cartoony super villain criminal, I guess. He's, he was pretty bad. Yes, he was. <laughs> and so, and then it kind of switched over to, uh, we don't really need superheroes because we don't have like this big villain anymore. So people went to like horror comics and westerns. Yeah. So, and then what happened was there was this psychiatrist. I don't know if I ever told you about him. Dr. Frederick Wortham. Now, just that name sounds like a comic book supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> I can say all this because he's dead now. Dr. Frederick Wortham, who's one of these people who likes to blame the media for everything that's wrong in the world. We know those people, and we don't like them. But anyway, so Dr. Frederick Wortham, we're not even going to call him a doctor. He's a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a doctor. <laughs> he's not a doctor. And, um... <laughs> doctor... No, no more of this doctor crap. Frederick Wortham <laughs> published this book called Seduction of the Innocent, which tried to blame everything wrong with juveniles in the 1950s on superheroes, yeah. on comic books, and superheroes especially, and the horror comics too. And he talked about how Superman was un-American and it um, made kids a fascist or something. And he just had all these examples that people listened to, and there was a he was a witness at Congress about a testimony about kind of um, violence with juveniles. And what happened was it later led to the creation of the Comics Code Authority 
in the 1950s. So, you couldn't be too violent. That um, code also killed horror comics. I see. So, you couldn't be too violent, which, you know, in the 1950s, you know, there was a lot of sci-fi. So, the Flash came, and that's what kind of brought superheroes back, was the Barry Allen the Flash in the 1950s that kind of brought superheroes back. So, but with that code, you couldn't be too violent, but it was fine for Superman, who you could do more sci-fi stories with, the Flash, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman. But the character who suffered the most was Batman. Right. Because if you ever see those old um, books, it's basically like Tim Burton's Batman or the animated series of the Arkham games. He's the Dark Knight. Yeah. And then because of this comic code, you know, he had to be... You know, the stories were about him going to outer space. And remember, the the do you know who the Great Kazoo is on the Flintstones? Oh. He's that uh, little green guy. Yeah. Batman had one of those called Batmite. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's... So, uh, Batman's sales are awful because yeah. he's not the character he was when it started with Bill Finger and Bob Kane. Right. Also, so I don't forget, Dr. Frederick Wortham, not Dr. <laughs> but Mr. Wortham, in 2010, his research became available about the book. Yeah. Turned out, all these examples he had, turns out he made them all up. <laughs> so the whole book was fake. Yeah. So that was all for nothing. But, you know, everyone's doing fine except for Batman because Batman's really not really Batman anymore. Like, there's an awful, there's a horrible comic book cover. I mean, it's nicely drawn, but the idea is... Batman's standing on a roof with Robin, and the wind blows his cowl off. <laughs> and it's like, my God, Robin, we must find that cowl, or people will know I'm Batman. <laughs> this is real, people. <laughs> so Batman's sales are awful. It's going to... DC is planning on canceling Batman and just getting rid of the character. So he would have just been a character that we remember from World War II at a few movie serials. But at... I believe it was colleges, they would reshow those serials yeah. that we talked about. One was Batman from 1943, the other was Batman and Robin from 1949. And they'd show those in movie theaters. And someone at ABC was just like, hey, people like these old serials, so maybe it's time we bring Batman back. <laughs> and so they decided, they talked to William Dozier about bringing Batman to TV. And um, William Dozier, the idea was um, to make it more of a comedy, which you got to remember, it's the 60s, so I don't think, had you made a show like, you know, the tone of Tim Burton's Batman or Nolan's Batman, I don't think it would have survived. Yeah. I think it would probably have gotten pulled before, <clears throat> you right. know, because parents were still like, oh my god, we yeah. must listen to Wortham! <laughs> yeah. So they had um, the show... Which starred Adam West, and also a little trivia. I think I mentioned this before. Um, Lyle Wagner played Steve Trevor on Wonder Woman, was kind of the second choice to play Batman. Oh yeah. So Batman premieres on ABC, which is struggling and becomes a big hit. And they say the '60s can be said with um, three Bs: Beatles, Bond, and Batman. <laughs> and you, you know, it it really is kind of like we've had so many live-action superhero shows, but I think that's the most famous one. Is yeah. Batman. That's the one yeah. that you see people reference for sure all the time. And you gotta remember, when you look at Adam West's portrayal of Batman, 
Um, you have to remember, he has to, it's a comedy show too, so he has to look like he's playing it straight, but at the same time, playing it comedically. Like, yeah, not to bash on a certain movie again, <laughs> but you they had comedic moments, or they tried to in The Dark Knight Rises. Like, remember when um, Bruce is at that party with Miranda Tate, and they're talking about how. Um, you know, all this party just for people to feed their ego. And it's like, this is my party. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, it didn't work. So that's one thing that Adam West really yeah. had. And we had so many live-action Batman actors. You know, I don't think any of those other ones could have worked in the show like West did. No, yeah, he did great. Yeah, and also, he also voiced a character in the 1960... I mean, 1970s cartoon... The New Adventures of Batman, and he was Batman in the final two seasons of Super Friends. So, and I remember personally with Adam West, um, you know, coming home, our elementary school, to pick a little bit of a bone, yeah. would let us out at 3.30. Remember uh-huh. that? Yeah. Now, TV Land used to air Batman at 3 and 3.30. <laughs> and if you remember, the shows were always, like, split in two. It was basically an hour-long show. Yeah. So, young me... Would always have to miss the first out, the first half hour. Crap. So, we, I, I, I don't know. Have you ever actually seen the Adam West Batman? I've seen bits of it. I haven't sat. There you haven't seen a whole episode, or, or uh, the movie. I might have seen like a whole episode, but it. If I did, it was a long time ago. Like I, pro- I think I'm, I'm almost positive I've seen a couple full episodes as a kid. The movie's like, on Netflix. I didn't know that. It's, As we discussed, it's a I good movie. It, it's a really good movie. Oh, you don't love Netflix. I'll, 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 I remember you talking <laughs> how much you love Netflix, and now gone. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I uh, I was I uh, been going, using the YouTubes lately. Oh, you there it that? is. I have. Yeah. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But so you don't really, you don't really have a lot of memories. You don't have like these childhood memories of watching. Uh, really, my only childhood memories of Batman is the Tim Burton movies and uh, comic books. All right. Never, yeah. Did you watch the animated series? Um, that was one thing that was like I caught it if it was on on TV as a kid, but I barely saw any of it because I had no grasp of like when things aired. I look like as a kid, I just like turned on TV and watched stuff that was on. See, my house, every day at whatever, <laughs> whatever was on Fox or the WB, shows how old we are, the WB, yeah. it was on Batman, the <laughs> animated series. And also, Adam West was on the animated series. And it's this great kind of love letter from one legendary Batman to the other about you know how much that show means to him. And it's basically Bruce, someone's copying the show The Grey Ghost that Adam West's character was on. And um, Batman kind of turns to him for help about because he would have known the episode. Yeah. And there's a great thing about how, you know, um, Batman brings Grey Ghost to the Batcave, and there's, like, this little tribute to him. And um, he says to Grey Ghost about how I would watch you, my father, the Grey Ghost was my hero. And it's, it's a great episode that, if, if you want to see a tribute to Adam West and you kind of binge-watched all the 60s show and the movie, <clears throat> go check that out. Also, yeah. man, there's a lot of stuff he was in. <laughs> Also, he's the first Batman to have other superheroes cross over with him in live action. Because he was in, there's a show called The Green Hornet, which there was a crossover. And also, 
In the 1970s, Batman and Robin crossed over in kind of a Justice League special. It was basically a reunion to the 60s show called Legends of the Superheroes, where Batman and Robin would team up with The Flash and Green Lantern and Black Canary and Hawkman, all these other characters, everyone except for Superman and Wonder Woman, because uh, Wonder Woman was at CBS, and I believe this was on NBC, and Superman they were saving for the movie. Yeah. So, there was that, and I rewatched it recently, and it's, it's, I mean, it's not the best, but Batman and Robin have the best moments, <laughs> which, as it should be. <laughs> but, um... And also, recently, we've had it where, F, it feels like the last few years, Batman 66 has kind of come back, has made a big comeback recently, and also, he voiced the character in the new movie for the show's 50th anniversary of um, the show, and it was him, Burt Ward's Robin again, and Julie Newmar as Catwoman. So, they were in that, but it feels like recently, I guess since 2014... It really has, like, come back. So, at least, like, when, you know, we lost him, his Batman was still popular again. Like, even Ben Affleck's son... I mean, Ben Affleck was talking about while he was filming the movie, his son was watching the old reruns. So, I mean, I don't know how much you've... Or how much you remember about the 60s show, but, you know, we've had so many versions of Batman. You know? You know, we've had ones that are forgotten, like the serials, or... It's pretty much forgotten. Remember the Batman from the two thousands? Yeah, I remember hearing like hearing the yeah. name announced on. But TV. it's very rare that you have a version that keeps going and going. So I I think we can safely say because of all the love this sixties Batman has had, I think we can safely say it sixties Batman and the animated series are the two versions that will keep going on forever. Yeah. So what do you think? Why do you think? Uh. Is it about those two versions that will make it keep going where some of the other versions are kind of forgotten? Uh, I might. I mean, part of it can just be what ends up being considered a classic. I mean, probably a bigger audience probably saw and was able to then later get nostalgic about the 60s Batman, whereas, like, the serials were probably a little bit more closed group. Um,. Can't say for individual animated series why some of them didn't catch on. I mean, on. the animated series. You know, the Bruce Tim uh, one? That one? The, uh, the one from the 90s. The 90s, okay. Uh, I mean, I guess it's, it's probably people like you who are nostalgic about it. Probably. I think because there's something about those. I think it almost goes beyond nostalgia almost because we've had it where the 60s Batman... And that animators keep going, but serials are forgotten. The Batman is basically forgotten. I think there's, and it's really come back recently. Where we've kind of gone back to. I think probably the Tim Burton Batman has also kind of had that comeback, but not as much as the other two. Yeah. Although my personal opinion, it should. But I think that. Look, let's be honest. The last few live-action Batmans have not really done it for a lot of people. I think I, you know, I think I might have another theory. Yes. That is that as people, as superheroes and superhero movies have gotten more popular and more in the zeitgeist, maybe people have delved into, very deep into the characters and 
franchises like more, their history and like the comic books and everything and maybe they like the ones that are more accurate yeah. to the the source material yeah i think because when you look at look let's be honest dark knight rises you take that suit away he's not really batman yeah and you know people have a problem with batman versus superman the way he was portrayed um I will say this. It, I think it was a mistake to start with that movie. They should have had a solo Batman before. And also, we had the Joker and Suicide Squad, which not a lot of people really yeah. cared for. And it feels <laughs> like those two versions, 60s Batman and the animated series, if, you know, you get to a point where you see the Joker from Suicide Squad, you see Batman and Tarnet Rising, and it's like, can't you just do it the way it should be done? Yeah. Can't you just do it? And look, whatever you want to say about the tone of the 60s Batman show... One could argue is the most faithful live action version, yeah. live action um, version of the character. Like I think it's more faithful than the than the serials. Um, I do think it's more faithful than the Christopher Nolan Batman's. I do think. Well, we gotta wait for Affleck's. Yeah. Well, well, I wonder what do you have to say then about um, Heath Ledger's Joker? Because that is often considered by I don't know exactly what group says this but a lot of people think that's the best joker yeah a lot um, of people just like his acting in that particular one see Maybe. here's the thing about those first two christopher nolan we won't count the third one. i like to think of them as separate <laughs> yeah i gave up on that movie <laughs> a, few, a few weeks ago i said you know what it's been five years almost i'm going to my grave hating that movie <laughs> if i want to see the same story i can see if i want to see dark knight returns which is what that story was based on i can see batman versus superman which also i remember in high school I was telling you about the upcoming animated movies. You probably don't remember this. But I remember one telling you that one of the ones they're doing is Dark Knight Returns, which is an animated version of Dark Knight Rises. And you said, why are they doing that? And, I, and later after seeing Dark Knight Rises, I was like, he knew. He knew there was something wrong. <laughs> so anyway, what were we going? Oh, yeah, Heath Ledger's Joker. So the thing about those first two Nolan Batman movies is... They're basically an origin version, an origin story for those characters, yeah. where it doesn't feel... Batman doesn't really become Batman until the end of The Dark Knight, it feels yeah. like. Joker is still kind of becoming the Joker. Yeah. So that's why, personally, I like the first Tim Burton Batman more than The Dark Knight, is that that's like the... Tim Burton's is the classic versus The yeah. Dark Knight, it's yeah. their origin story. I see what you mean. It feels. It also feels. Every time we have a reboot, it feels like the origin story keeps getting longer and longer and longer. And <laughs> um, yeah, I really like the Heath Ledger Joker, except, except, would have been too much to paint his whole face. I think they might have wanted it to look kind of ugly. I don't care. Would it have been too much? Yeah, you wanted to look like a, the classic character. I'm just saying just... we only we only get a few Batman, and if we're lucky, we get like three or four Batman movies every ten years. Yeah. Can't you just make it look right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I love the Heath Ledger Joker, but um, I, it's very different from, you know, it's about him becoming. Yeah. Those, that's what shame, those two movies like, are about. It's basically their long origin story. Do you know... Do, do you know that... Were, do you think they would have done another Joker, uh, like, that... The Dark Knight, right? Like the third Batman yeah. in the trilogy would be the Joker. I literally can't remember if the Joker dies in the Dark Knight. He doesn't. Knight. I didn't think so. Do I've watched that movie done, so many times. Do you think that I probably haven't seen it in a good four years? Or something. Really? Yeah. The Dark Knight? 
Yeah, I mean, I like it a lot, so I saw it a few years ago, but, um... You know yeah. what? When we're done with this, we'll ask about our favorite Batmans. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, where are we going? Oh, you don't remember? Yeah, they uh, didn't kill I, the Joker. I was, uh, yeah, all I, was, all I was wondering is, do you think, do you know if they would have maybe done another Joker Batman? Would have From what I've heard in interviews, that was the plan, was Joker was supposed to come back. Yeah, I thought so, because maybe then they would have made him more developed and yeah, painted I think, his whole I, face. I, I, I can <laughs> almost say, I feel like, it, it felt almost like, from what I heard, I don't know, because you hear sometimes people talk about it was just supposed to be a trilogy. I don't know. I feel like, uh, from what I've heard, and this could have been said before the Dark Knight. What well, this was said before the Dark Knight came out, so it could have changed. But I heard the original plan was it was going to be two for Batman two and three. It was going to be the Joker story, and then the third one, Harvey Dent became Two Face. But obviously oh, that okay. changed. Yeah. But I think it was always a plan for Joker. He might not have been the main villain, but I don't know, honestly, I almost think that series might have kept going had it not been for you know the death of Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all, what I was thinking. Maybe that maybe it would have been a more developed version of the Joker. Yeah, because yeah, those movies, those first two are really just a long origin story. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, you know, because this is a. Uh, kind of a somber story you know about how we lost adam west and also i don't know if you know about this but recently in la they shined like a real bat signal in honor of him i saw that i don't think you'll ever have as much a tribute to bat to a live action batman as adam west that's probably i mean i think a lot of people probably do consider it like the start of batman even though it really wasn't but i mean just the start of TV Batman, like, live-action Batman, or... I mean, also, the thing you gotta remember is... I was thinking about this recently. You know, you might consider me a Batman fan. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) A little bit. Maybe. So, I rewatch, you know, Batman stuff all the time. So, basically, I see Michael Keaton, you know, Kilmer Clooney, first two Bales, Affleck, maybe two or three times a year. I see... Adam West and Kevin Conroy all the time because of TV show. <laughs> yeah. So I think that helps it because that's the thing you see on TV you see them all the time yeah. versus it's I, technically more screen time. Yeah. So and also because this is a sad thing and because Adam West loved comedy. He really loved kind of the comedy in that show. There's like this great scene in the pilot which, um, you know, I rewatched that pilot. They did a really good job explaining the origin story without doing the origin story. Because, unlike, you know, Superman and all that, it starts with he's already Batman. But, you know, they talk about, kind of in the dialogue about this is what he does because his parents were murdered and all that. Yeah. But, um, there's this great scene in the pilot about where, um, he walks into this nightclub and everyone's freaking out. I was like, Batman! Batman! <laughs> and, um, this one guy says, can I get you a table, Batman? And he goes... Oh, no thanks, I'll just stand at the bar. I shouldn't wish to attract attention. <laughs> but I came with this list. Why Adam West Batman is a legend. Comparing him to the other Batman, live-action Batman, we forgot the serials, but don't lie, you did too. <laughs> so comparing him to Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian Bale, and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Also forgot the guy from Gotham. We're sorry. <laughs> You're almost to Batman. But, but here we go. All right, here we go. 
five little things. Little comedy thing. Think about this. Michael Keaton and Christian Bale fought the Joker once. Okay? Now, Ben Affleck apparently has met... He's obviously met Joker more than once, but we don't know. Adam West, on the other hand, fought the Joker in 22 live-action episodes, one live-action movie, seven animated appearances, and one fan film. Ooh. So... I, in the Dark Knight, when Joker says, "I think you and I are destined to do this for, forever," you know that's that's case Keaton point. and Bale should be happy that West took care of the Joker for those <laughs> yeah. times for you. All right. In the movies, Batman has a grapple gun, which was actually created by the Tim Burton movie. You know the kind of yeah. West, Adam West Batman actually had to climb up those walls. <laughs> and as we remember, there's in the um six the the movie that cartoon that came out last year. This is great scene about how Robin's talking about like, "Oh, my legs are Batman." He's just like, "That's just because you've been working on your biceps." And he's like, "Gosh, you're right, Batman." <laughs> and you know, he would greet citizens such as the Green Hornet or um, the butler from the Adams Family and Santa Claus. So. Of course. You gotta agree <laughs> Santa Claus. Of course. I mean, if there's anyone who should be on the nice list, there you go. Yeah. All right, here. Movie Batman wear black paint around their eyes. Adam West, he just had those little eye slits really, really small. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's probably a scene where Alfred said, Master Bruce, don't you think you're taking this bat thing a little too literally where you have to be blind as a bat? Alfred, I must be a bat! <laughs> Holy poor vision, Batman! <laughs> and here we go. M movie Batman always come out at night. Adam West Batman had to come out during the day. Now, if you yeah. think that suit is hot yeah. at night, oh, imagine yeah. that in the beating sun. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a scene in the 60s movie where Batman and Robin are running to get to the World Assembly peace thing. And I'm just like, my God, that must be so hot in those suits. <laughs> and also, save this for last because it's the best. It took Christian Bale almost a three-hour movie to get rid of a bomb. <laughs> Adam West did it in less than two minutes and he didn't need that stupid autopilot <laughs> so there we go that's compelling there it is farewell to a legend Ooh. there you go thank you Mr. West wow. from every Bat fan thank you we'll always see you same Bat time we also need the same Bat channel thanks to the DVD which took whatever ever come out yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you know about, you know about, about how they show the box, 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 I remember, you know, when George New Superman came out, Linda Carl Wonder Woman. I don't care. I want Batman. But finally did come out. Finally. So, there we go. A long thing. But, you know, the guy earned it. So, do you have a story to talk about? Um, the next news story? Yes. After our good and healthy batman segment all right so i think this... oh whoa, whoa, whoa. oh yeah i, I apologize I, I, I just remembered too what is your favorite batman movie i'm gonna cheat oh god it changes all the time so i'm gonna say my top two the chant number one slot is two movies i'll probably also say the uh, top two in one slot okay because i don't know live action movies won't come to animated yeah ones, if that makes it easier yeah i'll do that Okay, Have you seen my... any of the AMA ones? Uh, no. 
I'll tell you this. <laughs> you like those live-action ones? I'm going to be honest. Those animated ones are so much better. <laughs> I mean, but also, it's because you had to introduce the origin, because you should have... Yeah. If you see Batman Mask of the Phantasm, and you see Joker, yeah. you should have remembered him Mo- from movies, Tim Burton's Movies Batman. love origin stories. Yes, they, they do. They so. love them. Okay. You Your number okay. one Batman movie. Or, apparently, it. I think, yeah, I mean, I kind of think I have two of them. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I, here's the thing is right now I'm just like, there's one that I know probably sucked, but I just remember liking it as a kid. I don't know if that, maybe that would be my second slot. I'll just give this as an honorable mention. As a kid, I remember liking Batman Forever, but I just don't remember it enough right now. I watch that movie all the time. Because, and that's why, I, like, two. I, I'm right. That's the Two Face one, right? Am yeah, I stupid? Yeah, Two Face okay. Riddler. Okay, that. Maybe I do have to put that in my as my tide spot. One of my earliest memories ever. I mean, this is for real. Is the scene where um, Batman and Alfred? He's got that really cool sonar suit. And it and, and then you see Robin come down the stairs, and it's the first time you see the dynamic duo. Yeah. This is one of my. It's probably my <laughs> earliest live action Batman memory. Is that one? You know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that in my tide slot because uh, it coming back to me a little more because now I, I remember that it's both the Riddler and Two Face in that same one. It is all. Bl- I watched those over and over again, just like the whole four. Yes. And Dude, I. I'll be honest. I say those four Batman movies are the best movie marathon one could have. What is your favorite movie marathon? Of a film series. Oh. Well, first, we'll, we'll get to we'll, first answer your favorite That's Batman. So okay, the other one's The Dark Knight. Okay, so we have a similar thing, except one's different. <clears throat> it changes all the time, because when I, when I watch it, I think it's my favorite. Now, in high school, it was The Dark Knight, but, I mean, opinions change, okay? I still love The Dark Knight, but my... Two ones that always change whenever I watch them is the first Tim Burton Batman and Batman Forever. Those are my two favorites. All right, I almost said the first. The, the other one I was debating was the first Tim Burton Batman. Yes, I feel like those two really say everything that I feel about Batman, about why it makes that, mo- that character so great. Yeah. Yeah. Those two for me are like, I and that's the thing is that I'm go I go through. There's so many people get hyped. Are just like I. This why bother making another movie if it's not as good as a Dark Knight. I'm just like, hey, will there be another movie as good as Batman or Batman Forever? Probably not. But I still love Batman Begins. I still love yeah. the Dark Knight. But yeah. so yeah, those are my two. I watch. I could watch those. You know what? I plan on watching those this weekend. So. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Although ironically, my least favorite of the original four is Batman Returns. I know a lot of people like yeah. that one. It's just... Is that the second one? Yeah, the one with Penguin and Catwoman. I didn't care for that one that much. Either. That's like the one, it feels like you gotta wait a half hour before Batman shows up. <laughs> yeah. It's always better than I remember, though. But still, it's my least favorite of those four. Yeah. We're gonna get so much hate for that, because I saw so many... <laughs> Thursday, I believe, was the... No, it was... The Monday was 20th, the 25th. 25th? Yeah. Thought it might have been twentieth, but I, I'm stupid. Oh, I will say, I think it's the best looking Batman movie. <clears throat> it has, I think, the best Batmobile, the best bat suit. Second favorite is the sonar suit from Batman Forever, which you know the one he wears at the end. Yeah. All right. So, 
Man, we've been going on a lot about Batman, but... It's the Batman episode. Yes, it Everyone is. Everyone knows that. Look, we owe Adam West. See, what, how we just talked about those, and we also talked about our favorite... Also, favorite anime movies for me, Mask of the Phantasm Under the Red Hood. Check them out. That's someone remember when we were at band camp, I kept calling my mom, she asked. Oh, yeah. That was that I one. I remember that. <laughs> it's so amazing. And, um, boy, where were we going? Yes. We were going to... Also, yeah. if we... If we didn't have Adam West, this conversation we just had about favorite Batman movies mm-hmm. and co- never happens. Yeah, this this forty five minute Batman segment. Yes. Well, maybe thirty five. I don't know how long we went. Before I don't know, this, but it so, would never happen. What is your favorite movie marathon to have a franchise? I say without a doubt the you know the nineteen eighty nine nineteen ninety seven Tim Burton Joel Schumacher Batman series. Just because I think those ones really captured it, and it's kind of like if I have a checklist of Batman. Everything goes off there. Yeah. Gosh, Do you have a favorite movie marathon of, like, a franchise of, like, a trilogy or there something? There aren't, like, a ton that... There aren't, like, a ton that I, like, marathon. Do you Actually, ever... the most recent thing I tried uh, marathoning, but I fell asleep partway through the final one, is the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Oh, you know what? That, I would say that's probably my second favorite. That, um... And part of the reason I did it is because I'd only ever seen spider-man 2 once and i was like i have to i don't remember it all i have to see it again stop but now i've seen it twice and all this time you've only you've only seen (laughs) spider-man 2 once yeah and now i've seen it twice do you i had to marathon them to see it twice this this you've only seen spider-man 2 (laughs) once but like that's my problem. But that's almost a lucky thing, though. Did you remember anything about it? I like was it almost com- like a new movie for it, you? It seriously was. Like I just, re- I had vague images of a bunch of fire and Doc Ock in like the oh, fire yes. play, and that was like I remember that scene. But that was like. But it. how much have you watched the first and third? Uh, I had probably seen the third one like two times, and now a third time. Oh my god! So I'd actually seen that one that is famously bad uh more but um the first one i've probably seen like five or six times in your life is that very loady i don't see movies i like that's one of the higher movies to me i need to tell you something well i've just said i watch those batman movies Three or four times a year. I know, but I don't rewatch movies that often. Like, I plan on rewatching all five yeah. of the Spider-Man movie. Also, look, this is the rabbit hole you got. This is the this show is more about the rabbit hole than it yes. is the news. We know that, but okay, I also but... have a rabbit hole, and I don't know if it's the same one. I was going to say, <laughs> what's your favorite Spider-Man movie of the five? Have we talked about this on the uh, YouTube video? I don't. I don't know. No, there's a didn't. lot of Spider-Man. But uh... what's your favorite? Well, wait. Before I forget, have you ever seen the extended Spider-Man two? Do you have it on Blu-ray? Uh, I don't. I don't. I probably didn't. It was probably the regular. But you, so you just have the DVD? Yeah, it wasn't. It okay. wasn't Blu-ray. So oh. I don't know when they re- released the extended version. Is it just on the Blu-ray? Um, it was on DVD. But I don't think they make the DVD. But if you buy. The number two, I point because it's over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I if you buy number two, um, by itself or in the box set, it comes with both of them. Yeah, which would be nice if they did that with Star Wars, but whatever. Yeah, actually, you know what? I can get into this later because I have news <laughs> that will bring it up again. Okay. Actually, I'm just gonna answer the question: favorite marathon movie? 
I have to say the only movies I've marathoned like more than once, um, and I almost I like never make it all the way through, but the most one is probably that sometimes there will be actual get-togethers with people I know to marathon the Lord of the Rings movies, okay. which is like in a day-long excursion. I heard it's a long one. Um, yeah, because. Also, if you do the extended ones, it's like, I mean, it's going to be like a good 10 hours or so. But, um, and then the question is, do you add the hobbits to it? And have then, you seen, I know you're a big Lord of the Rings. Have you seen the hobbits? This is something like, boy, I, we are really going deep in here. It's the rabbit hole. But, um, this is something that I, I don't know a lot of snobby Lord of the Rings fans, but I feel like most of them would say they don't like the Hobbit films for the most part. I think that the second Hobbit film, The Desolation of Smaug, is like borderline my favorite of all the Lord of the Rings movies. It's amazing to me. Um, the first and third are kind of eh. Did you hear but, about what the original plan was? Uh, no. It was I going don't. to be two movies, but then they broke it. They broke up the second and two and three. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those go directly into each other. I just thought that the whole, like, last part of the second one was so dramatic and built up the drama of uh, Smaug about to destroy a city so well. And then the third one didn't quite live up to that to me. It was, oh, like, yeah. so... But the third one is my... my uh, is The first one's the worst one to me. And I think most people would agree with that. But, um, yeah, the, that second one is amazing to me. But uh, So we have Lord of the Rings. Um, <clears throat> is there another one? Uh, I think one, it's not even like something I even consider myself a huge fan of, but just something that is just a good, feel good, like just having fun watching it is the Harry Potter series where I just, it's not even like I day to day think of myself as this huge Harry Potter fan, but I have binge watched like all of them before. And it's just like, it's not as dry as like the Lord of the Rings. Like it's just like a lot more like a fun blockbuster kind of film thing. Like, Speaking of blockbuster and Harry Potter, those were the last movies I ever rented from blockbuster. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> because I remember, what was it? It was 2011. I remember the last Harry Potter movie they had the little teaser for The Dark Knight Rises, which, look, as we've said many times, I hate that movie so much, The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. I'll, I'll still stand by. Some of the best trailers ever made are from that movie. <laughs> really? Especially, I applaud. They make that movie look so good. <laughs> I swear to you, I bought the DVD because I rewatched those trailers. <laughs> and I questioned myself. I'm just, oh my, it's a re- that was, it's so good. And then they had a new trailer for the DVD. I'm just like, I'll get it. And I watched it. I'm just like, this is somehow worse than I remember, but. I remember I did win trailers for, I mean, awards for those trailers, and I still say, some of the the best marketing campaign I've ever seen, better than Batman vs. Superman, I mean, I don't know how they did it. <laughs> they <laughs> somehow worked this garbage into, uh, I'm just kidding. It's so, anyway, we could talk about, Yeah. that's probably the nicest thing, is those, tra- I still rewatch those trailers sometimes, <laughs> because they're so good. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm so I decided to start watching the Harry Potter movies because they were done. So yeah. I thought, why all of them. not watch them when I can at least see one in theaters? Yeah. I still need to. 
I actually do have the box set, but I haven't watched it yet. I've only <laughs> I've only been through them once, but yeah. I liked them. But um, before we kept on going down these rabbit holes, <laughs> so Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter for you. The only other one that I have just gone through and as a marathon is the Star Wars series, and that's a different ordeal because of course. Uh, um, I, no, I when like, you say Star Wars series, I do mean the whole. Do you thing. mean the trilogy? Okay, I do mean the the whole thing because uh, I like. I mean, I like going through the prequels as kind of a a goof and a Here laugh. Here we go. Here because we go. I, I, they're enjoyably bad. Here's the thing. Okay, what are your thoughts on the prequel? I think you just said them. But I basically just said them. But yes, uh, um, I gotta be honest. I I'm not a diehard Star Wars fan. Yeah. I don't know how you are. I really kind of didn't like Star Wars until it came back, and now I do. You know what? That's the same thing. I remember... And now I'm a big Star Wars fan. I remember I I watched the original trilogy, and I liked them. I mean, I'm not a diehard. Like, how some people have Star Wars, I have, like, Batman and yeah. DC and Marvel. But, um... And then I saw the pre... I didn't want to see the prequels at first, because I, I looked at them, and I just like, who cares? Yeah. But then I rewatched them, and I'm just like... I, I like Revenge of the Sith, but that's... I mean, I think almost every Star Wars Wars fan who doesn't like the prequels would say that that one's the best one. Yeah. Like, that's clearly the best prequel. Although, it, it debates between one and two. I think Attack of the Clones is more interesting, because I like the Obi-Wan stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because... Uh, He's almost like a detective. The, th- the thing about Attack of the Clones is that is the worst dialogue basically is in that movie the, i hate the, the sand <laughs> yeah just like i don't like sand i or didn't not, catch that oh. until i saw people talk about that face on yeah no. what is this sand? i hate this i'm fully everywhere i'm fully in the uh prequel memes uh community so i i, I enjoy now i it's i think a lot of people have started to now unironically like the prequels because they've watched them so many times as a joke and now they just like them but yeah i haven't gotten there yet and i do think that there's tiny redeeming factors of the first one that make it better than the second one to me like the darth maul fights and pod racing and i don't like the pod racing to be honest i i barely i mean i just it was mostly i liked it as a kid because i thought it was cool i'll just say this before we keep going on the prequels so i liked the original trilogy and then after it ended in 05 i think from 05 to whenever that last trailer for force awakens came out i wasn't really a star wars fan because i would try starting with phantom menace and i'd just be like i don't care yeah no uh there's actually uh there's this uh kind of agreed upon order that you should actually watch it in called i've heard about them i haven't watched in that order yet but it's it's an it's interesting to me and i feel like it's a flashback um it what Gosh, they they give it to you in the order that the surprises are the best, basically. I think that's what it is. I would say if someone's watching Star Wars, and also for X-Men, I think you should, first time, you should watch them release order. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, I think the reason why they invent, some people, I don't know, invented the machete order is like if you're introducing someone to it and they don't know anything, it leaves the reveal of Darth Vader being Luke's father, which now I just spoiled. Look, Um, I don't know how, even as someone who didn't watch Star Wars until age nine, I I knew about that from Toy Story, from Toy Story 2. I even think in that, in that, in that marathon order, I think you skip one of them. I don't know if it's one or two. You skip Phantom Menace. Yeah, you skip, because it's not necessary to the plot. I think... 
I don't even know if Phantom Menace really needed to be made. I felt like Phantom Menace yeah. is really only five minutes that he could have done yeah. at the beginning. But um, I heard some people actually argue against that because going back, I heard it's supposed to be like Harry Potter, where if you watch them, it's almost it starts more kid friendly and then it gets more mature. That I mean, yeah, I mean the first one has pod racing and everyone's Jar Jar favorite Jar Jar and the third one has uh, help. has Anakin being burned alive brutally yes so listen it help he had the low ground um Mr. Happel <laughs> beautiful Mr. Happel he brought ev- up again everyone stopped listening <laughs> because we've shared controversial opinions <laughs> on the Batman series, the Star Wars series. Yes, if we, the didn't, the if we didn't get hate already from hate, I don't know how you feel about Dark Knight Rises. Well, you said you think it's okay. I just don't. I just haven't been able to form enough of an opinion yet. I would, you know what? Screw it. I say Batman Begins, Dark Knight. Batman 3 will always be Batman versus Superman, three hour version. That's three. That's three. I, I mean, it makes more sense as a, to have that be the sequel than the other one. Yeah. But boy, where are we going? I mean, we're almost at that hour mark. I know. Also, <laughs> wait, before, this did not go as planned, but you know what? That's one of the best parts about something like this. But, okay, before we go, I, I asked this. I want to ask this earlier because um, we talked about, you know, also Spider-Man movies. Okay. Also, another marathon I have is the Superman movies, the Christopher Reeve ones, Skipper Superman Returns. So the Superman movies and also the Toy Story trilogy. Yeah. Plus that Halloween special is really good. You can skip uh, that Christmas one, which isn't really Christmas. But have you seen that Christmas one? Don't do it. It no. sucks. <laughs> have you seen the Halloween one? Uh, no. It's for one night. My dreams of a my childhood dreams of a Toy Story TV show became real, and I got one episode. <laughs> but um, also, so do you have a favorite spot? We talked about our favorite Batman movies. Yeah. Do you have a favorite? Um, also, I don't know if you've seen the Superman. Superman Two is my favorite Superman. Have, do you have a favorite Spider-Man movie? Okay, let, we won't let, count Civil War trans- since you haven't seen. Let's it. transition this question right into my news because okay. we'll just do this. Will be I guess we'll have to do this is the second and last news segment okay. of this episode. Um, I did not <laughs> look. Hey, you guys knew what you were getting yourselves into. I mean, well, you'll see. Well, let's just start this news segment, and it will lead back to this. Yes, okay. I promise. Because this, my, uh, my prepared news segments for this episode, but turning out to just be one, yeah. uh, are basically. Don't spoil another one you could have used, because who knows? Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not go going short. to. I'm not going. But um, this is old news a bit because it's okay. a, a little old. But um, because my news is from. A little bit ago, from recording this, okay. uh, they held the E3 conference. Yes. Which is the conference where they announce everything video games and technology. <clears throat> and basically, there's two things that I listed as my, like, uh, for my news, I basically listed these two as my most excited for, mo- like, ready to look out for uh, games coming up. In this case, both out 2018, I believe. Um and the first one, and both of them actually, I am excited for because they're a bit of callbacks to my uh, memories of the PlayStation 2. Um, the first one being a direct remake of one of my favorite games, maybe of all time, but 
definitely one of my favorite games on the PlayStation 2. A full remake from the ground up of a game called Shadow of the Colossus. And that... It was a dream. I've been waiting for this to happen for so long because I never... I never. It's, it's, it's a remake. They're not just putting it on a new disc. Yeah, they're not even just remastering. They already did that on the, on the PlayStation 3. They did just put it on a new disc. And this isn't even a remaster where they're just upping the quality and stuff. It's a full-on remake. All new gears and gadgets used to make this thing, and it's going to be on the PS4 in 2018. My other most excited for game, this I will also believe 2018, um, is a game reminiscent of uh, another PlayStation 2 game that I loved, the Spider-Man for PS2 game, and there's going to be a new one, I think, believe it's, if I'm not wrong, basically in that exact same style, called Marvel Spider-Man, coming oh, out in 2018. The one where it has the white emblem? Yep. Which they say they're going to um, explain how he has that white emblem. Yep. And, yep, that is... Could it be Venom? <laughs> oh! And that's how this br- we, it brings us back, because, boy, does it not look fun to see uh, Spider-Man in, in uh, these fancy, schmancy new graphics swinging around. Yeah, I, I heard there was a big deal, because um, Activision, who did, you know, that Spider-Man game, yeah. a bunch of others, kind of lost the contract... Because remember, Marvel was going bankrupt in the 90s because they did such stupid things as, hey, remember Peter Parker from 30 years? Imposter. He's a clone. That clone story that went on forever. So Marvel was going bankrupt, and then that's why um, it took forever to have Spider-Man, X-Men is gone from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But I heard that it was a big deal because Disney, I heard, doesn't like doing the regular games and more into the mobile apps. Yeah. So I heard there's a big deal, but... Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool that it's happening. You know, it's been a long time. I don't know the exact year that that came out. Probably 2002, probably around the time. The, the movie movie? The, I mean, the, the movie game. The game. The, the game. movie movie. The game. The movie movie. Movie movie. movie. It's so good, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, like around 15 years-ish. It's, yeah. uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, and so, on the topic of Spider-Man then, there's actually... First, your question, and then I actually had a follow-up because I don't know if we exactly talked about it, but favorite Spider-Man movie? Is this just across all Spider-Man live-action movies? You haven't seen... Well, there's not an animated one, unfortunately, but we, we won't count Civil War. I was War. just being overly specific, but yeah. We um, won't count Civil War. So, Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, The Amazing Spider-Man Amazing 1 Amazing Spider-Man 2. I think I gotta go with Spider-Man 1. Okay. Okay, so we're do you cutting have a the podcast. <laughs> no reason. We're cutting the podcast. It's over. No. Um, <laughs> uh, drop that. Don't drop this mic. Drop another one. It's, this is a it's nice. It's close mic. between one and two. Again, I have to, we talked about uh, uh, at length uh, that I we both really also like the Amazing Spider-Man yeah. movies. But I personally, I like the trilogy more just because. Once again, like we we're talking about with Batman, where. With um, the Burton Schumacher movies versus the Nolan movie, the two Nolan movies. You hear that, kids? <laughs> it's official. <laughs> Is now. that I can? There's a checklist for those Batman's versus with the Spider-Man trilogy. Checklist, checklist, checklist. You know, origin check, 
Um, Dr. Octopus, the Venom story, check, check, check. Only thing we didn't get was the lizard. Although, the MTV Spider-Man cartoon is kind of in the same universe, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's close between the... I guess I really like that origin story, and I like the Green Goblin. I don't know. It's I guess funny. that's just what I like I think it. that, overall, I like the first Amazing Spider-Man more than the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but I think the origin was done better in the first Tobey Maguire. Yeah, I, I think it's the origin that I'm remembering liking so much. If, yeah, it feels like that one... Once, to talk about like Wonder Woman again, it feels like that one was the, the iconic version where they yeah. tried to make a... Versus, you just had that Sam Raimi Spider-Man, so you had to make it feel different, you know? Yeah. Which is, I still wish he'd been bit on the wrist instead of the neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that was that was so weird. Like, if Peter Parker's a, a nerd, if you find dead, you're puking in that single. Oh my god, it's, how long has it been there? <laughs> this is why he was bullied in high school. He had bugs everywhere. Yeah. And man, the bed bugs are back. <laughs> so it's but um, it's a toss up between those two for you. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. So my favorite. So once again. Because opinions change. When it first came out, The Amazing Spider-Man was my favorite. But, you know, opinions change. And I'd say Spider-Man 2 is my favorite. The Sam Raimi one. Just because you got Batman vs. the Joker. This one is Spider-Man vs. Doc Ock. I mean, yeah, Doc Ock's my classic. favorite Spider-Man villain. So you, you can't get much better than that. Yeah, I was so mad. I'm, I still look back so mad. That we never got Andrew Garfield versus Doctor uh, Octopus. That would have been awesome. And we he did get his tentacles, so I guess eventually he will yeah. fight him. But we'll never see that unless they do a comic. But yeah, yeah. I guess that that brings me to the one the thing. Oh wait, I, wait before before we yeah. get um no no we answered this. I was gonna say, what are your thoughts on Amazing Spider-Man two and Spider-Man three? I like both those movies. Well, that's that's what my question my question was uh, because we talked about the Star Wars prequels. How do you feel about Spider Man three? Because that's a that's a I'm gonna say this. Movie. You might get mad. All right. My ranking of the Spider Man trilogy: two, three, one. Two, three, one. I love Spider Man three, and I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. People are just like he dances. It's one scene. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. It's one. Scene, okay? Did you want Peter Parker to like go like smacking people around? Or? That's that's actually what I um, I don't think I hate Spider-Man three like that much, but there are like first of all, like I really do think that that whole like emo dancing scene and him talking to the landlord and stuff is seriously like prequel level hilariously bad dialogue. But that's like, like you said, it's the like the one scene. I mean, look, I'm gonna say this: people are gonna get upset. People want to talk about corny humor in um, Spider-Man Three. Guys, remember Iron Man Two, where he's like eating the donut. I, I love the Marvel Cinematic. I don't really like Iron Man Two. Now dig on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'll pay your rent when you fix this damn door. You know, but here's the thing. That also kind of keeps with his character versus <laughs> he, he even when, I almost feel you're almost helping me like Spider-Man 3 more by saying this <laughs> yeah. because it shows that Peter Parker 
even with that Venom suit on, it's still a good person versus when, hey, Brock gets it. It just, like, brings out how bad he is. Yeah. <clears throat> no, um, but this is, when I was kind of looking into why exactly do people hate Spider-Man 3 so much, because I don't hate it that much, um... I would, I'll say, in all the Spider-Man movies, to rank them, to rank all f- five, I mean, we won't count Civil War, because he hasn't seen it, and also, yeah. it's it's a too difficult, because it's a little bit like, I like it, but Spider-Man's gotta share it with other people. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, that's also why I don't rank Batman versus Superman my top five, it's just, he's gotta share it, that's not fair, but we still love it, like, but, um, my ranking is Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3, Spider-Man, and then Amazing Spider-Man 2. I see. Well, um, wait, what was I gonna say? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, um, okay, so because I need other people's opinions to, un- to have opinions. Do you? I No, I'm just kidding, but <laughs> I was, I was looking into, like, some, like, critiques of Spider-Man 3, and one th- thing a lot of people said was that it seemed kind of badly done and kind of ruined a lot of the emotional development in Spider-Man 1 that they sort of just kind of made it so Sandman was the oh, one who yeah. killed uh, Spider-Man's uncle. Like, and I, when I read that, I was like, I kind of see that. It kind of seems weird. Oh, like, I get it because it helps with that suit because I think... Probably they were inspired by the Ultimate Spider-Man comics, where, for those of you who don't know, the original Ultimate Spider-Man is kind of a reboot of the the Spider-Man that started with Stan Lee, and it's like its own universe, so you start in 2000, and it has nothing to do with those, but it's basically a retelling of those. Yeah. And in that Venom story, he sees a guy who, I guess, reminds him of Uncle Ben's killer, so that's what kind of makes him almost kill the guy. But I've... Yeah, so where were you going? Oh, yes, flip that. Yeah, just just a, that's just a popular critique that I kind of agreed with, and there's just other little things Although, like I'll that. Although, I'll say this. I felt like it did help, you know, because what... We were talking about how even in the black suit, he still is a good person, but yet having his uncle's killer still out there with that black suit, if, if he didn't have the black suit, I would have said, why do that? But because he has that black suit... You kind of can see how he would get more angry and violent. And I don't... I remember rewatching it, and I remember thinking, wow, does that really undo that great power, great responsibility? But had he stopped Dennis Carradine, as we know as the burglar... Yeah. Because I've watched that movie and trailer so many times. If he had stopped Dennis Carradine, Den, um, Dennis Carradine... Is that his name, or is that an actor's name? I, I don't know. We'll say <laughs> burglar or robber. Had he stopped that robber, he wouldn't have shocked Stan, Sandman into shooting Uncle Ben. Oh, yeah. So it still is that thing. I think I think what I read... Because it sounds people, like Uncle Ben kind of was talking him out, uh, talking yeah. Sandman out of doing what he was going to do. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I think people. I think some a lot of people just didn't like that because like there was so much emotional development and the whole concept of what happened was ingrained into you in the first one and they just kind of ripped all that away in the third one. That's just one critique. I would say, I would still probably say that is probably my least favorite Spider-Man movie of them. Of the five or the trilogy? Of the five. Okay. But um, I still don't hate it. It's yeah. just kind of tiny little things. There's that n- nitpick. I. I don't have 
I don't want to jinx this Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> I don't have a Spider-Man Dark Knight Rises or a Spider-Man Superman Returns. Well, I'm just like, why does this even exist? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, yeah, we are talking about... Sp- a, a, a lot of people were disappointed. We talked about this earlier with, with Venom, but a lot of people were disappointed about, you know, how short time Venom had. Yeah. But I almost feel... It's almost like a trilogy is almost like 10 seasons of television. You should make sure you wrap it up just in case. You don't know what's going to happen. And I, it turned out it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the same... Venom's so cool, though, also, that I just want him to have a movie. Have you seen the 90s cartoon? Uh, not enough of it. Wait, okay. I do want to... I did for, I did forget to mention this, is that I did well, start watching that show you oh, recommended. Okay, before we get into that, <laughs> a lot of people are disappointed. I was disappointed, but I'm just like, okay, thank God that happened because of Spider-Man. Spider-Man 4 never happened. I find it interesting. People are mad about Venom. But aren't mad about Two Face at the end of Dark Knight because I felt ripped off. But yeah. at the but looking those are back, bo- both of those are my favorite. Like I think my favorite Spider-Man villain is Venom, and my favorite Batman villain is Two Face. So. And also, I felt. But also looking back, thank God because yeah, <laughs> we don't want to count Dark Knight Rises. So Dark Knight kind of wrapped it up, and then also you can watch Batman vs Superman. It doesn't contradict; it adds to it. But so you saw Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, I think. I think just two episodes, I think, but, uh, yeah, I just kind of, it was good. <laughs> yes. I, I have, I haven't, it was like a couple weeks ago. I don't know yeah. why I haven't continued, but I probably will. Yeah, it, yeah, it, speaking of which, if you guys have not seen Spectacular Spider-Man, <laughs> I, look, I love the movies, but for me, the 90s cartoon Spectacular Spider-Man are my favorite versions of those, of the characters. Yeah. Have you seen, do you remember the... 90s cartoon oh i know oh yeah uh, i i don't i can't i don't think i've really watched it they have it on i they don't have it on dvd for some stupid reason <laughs> stupid they they have the whole 90s iron man but they can't put out spider-man but they they do have it on itunes but they um man talking about sp- that 90s oh yeah venom was in there and that was really good and also, Venom's in um, Spectacular Spider-Man. I like Venom. Yeah. Don't <laughs> see Ultimate Spider-Man. All right. <laughs> don't do it. Please, people. I, I guess I'll take your word for I'm it. I'm trying to say... Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> I was so hyped. It's interesting because... <laughs> 2012, that was such a mixed year. I had Dark Knight Rises. I had Ultimate Spider-Man. You don't Ooh, know what that's like. That was tough for that can a, kill a, a person's tough hope. critic like yourself. I know. Oh man. So what were else were you gonna say? I mean, I think you know, we did a good uh, half of this long-running podcast on Batman yes. and another good half on Spider-Man. I think interesting because I also have a Spider-Man topic to bring up for next week <laughs> well this is gonna be a spider-man podcast now i guess uh, <laughs> but yeah uh <clears throat> i mean do we want that spider-man topic to wrap it up or do we want to save it for next week um you know i think that is a that this is probably a good space to wrap this one yes. up it's running long yeah so case to recap favorite batman movie for him dark knight and batman forever Yep. For me, Tim Burton Batman and Batman Forever. For you, first two Sam yeah, Raimi Spider-Man. For me, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. We also like Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yep. 
and that's the official opinions now. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know what? People are going to be like, how can you like it? You know what? You can argue with someone, and yet the real winner is the people who like Their it. Their opinions. Yes. Yeah, you know you said that, but you talked a lot about not liking The no. Dark Knight Rises. So I you, don't like it. I'm not going to change. Would you say that the real winners are the people yes. who like it? Yes, I would. Do you know how many times I've rewatched that movie? <laughs> <laughs> it literally came to me. When I rewatched because I think it's stupid not to include those first two Nolan Batman movies in the DC movie universe. Yeah, I feel like that Rises movie was only made just so that wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I I try rewatching it, and I'm just like, you know what? Five years later, I hate this more <laughs> in 2017 Every day. than I did in 2012. I swear to you, there's a scene. I didn't. I keep thinking, but oh god, <laughs> it's haunting you. Remember that scene where um Bruce is with the the cane and you get that horrible scene where Anne Hathaway does that horrible um um oops. I didn't know you were here, Mr. Wayne. And Bruce is just like, this safe is supposed to be uncrackable. But somehow she cracked it, so I guess they lied to him. And then she's like, I wouldn't hit a ki- you wouldn't hit a woman any more than I would hit a cripple. And then he just stares at her, and she knocks the cane over. This guy who took down a SWAT team, <laughs> he gets his cane knocked out from under him. And then um, Selena does all this stuff. She jumps out the window, and he just lies there like, she said she went to it, but I guess she really did it. <laughs> He's just lying there like, is this really happening to me? Oh, gosh. And let us never forget. Or it set you up with a chimpanzee and it brought you back to the world. Oh, my God. Also, let us never forget. Remember that clean slate <laughs> where um, Selena's just like, where's the clean slate? You mean that thing where you type in someone's name, date of birth? <laughs> And a few seconds later, they're gone from every face up, from every internet tab. It's on the internet. It's not a little too good to be true. But suddenly, you know, Bruce, th- for some reason, he decided to wait until the last 12 hours to come back to Gotham when that bomb goes off. <laughs> and then um, he's just like, hey, remember that? Remember that thing? Here it is. <laughs> I I swear to you, I thought we were going to find out at the end it was just a flash drive. <laughs> like, they're all happy at the end when he runs away to Italy. Yeah. And, and there's, there's, there's a reason why there's not a sequel. It's just like, this is just a flash drive, Bruce. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not the world's greatest detective, guys. That was Keaton. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, if, if Pale's Batman had to go against up the, Riddl- uh, the Riddler... They'd all die. <laughs> but yeah. there it is. We'll probably remind you every episode from now on how much uh, that about our feelings on that movie and every other movie. Yes. So remember to remember to catch up. The, there's two episodes two. of comment section before this. Two there will be future ones. Two episodes of unwanted answers too. Yep. Even though we call it Yahoo, we were wrong. Yeah, it's called Unwanted yes. Answers, and you can find it on iTunes. Yes. So, that's that the show. really wraps it up. Wow. And now, we always say that this show is about going down that rabbit yes. hole. Yes, so, keep falling down that rabbit and hole. And this show is the perfect example. <laughs> keep, mean, we just did one story. No, we did two. We did two stories, and the rest is all rabbit hole. Yes. It's the perfect exemplatory. I don't. I can't. Say I don't that. know how this happened. I literally, 
there was a time where we thought we were going to have 20 <laughs> stories in each episode. Yeah, we didn't think we could fill the episodes enough, but apparently, apparently. we just need... If you wanted a good, healthy dose of news, you didn't next, really get it. You'll get it next week, we promise. Yep. We'll try to speed things up. We'll try. And... No, we won't. Keep falling <laughs> down that rabbit hole. Exactly. Peace. Peace.